0: spend your days separating your fighting children like a boxing referee, worrying if the bully in your child's class will lash out at your child today, reliving your own childhood each time one of your kids gets dumped by a friend or develops an unrequited crush, then you need to learn about the new approach that gives you the power to support your child, set aside your inner demons, and be happier in your parenting. And I'm super excited because I'm offering a six-week master course that I believe really changes everything. This is game changing. It's called How to Help Your Child Navigate the Choppy Social Waters of Life Without Losing Your Mind or Getting Pulled Under Yourself. And signups are open now. If you are a full-fledged member of the Ninja Parenting community, by the way, you are automatically, you automatically have access included in your membership to this and every other training course and resource that I offer. Um, so if you're a member, you're going to want to click in the show notes to go to the forums to sign up. But if you are not a member of the Ninja Parenting community, then what you want to do is go to okaycom slash social stuff, all one word, social stuff. You can also click the link in the show notes and find out how to join this class. It's something that you'll hear me talk about in this episode, actually, because I, have been developing it for quite a while, and um I recorded this episode before I did some things that I really wanted you to hear about, for example, I conducted a survey of the people in my email group, and what I found is that they have got some very specific questions and concerns, and the thing is that they're probably your concerns as well, so things like they the these uh the people who filled out my survey asked questions like how do I stop the sibling meanness? How do I teach my daughter that being herself is great and she doesn't need to change to fit in? How do I support my son when he doesn't want my help? And what words can I use to check in with my child about how she's doing socially at school? These are, I mean, just oh, the questions that people ask were so wonderful and overarching. And I, I really, even though I talk about the Surviving the Social Stuff course, in in this episode. I really wanted you to hear from these parents themselves and, and just know that like I'm developing this course for you if any of those are your issues. Uh, there's going to be modules like how to defuse kids' hostility, how to talk to kids in a helpful way, how to help when kids are mean to your child, how to handle breakups, crushes, and other social disasters, and other other modules as well. Um, again, go to com slash social stuff to find out more. This is a course where there's really limited time and um, to sign up. The sign ups are open right now, but it's going to end. The sign ups will end on Monday, November the 6th, this coming Monday in real time because the class starts on Tuesday, November the 7th. So if you want access to... Real answers to your questions about surviving the social stuff with your kids. Then I think you're gonna really love this course. And um, I wanted to just say that it's you'll have access to it through a like once you join, once you once you have signed up and paid, you will be able to come into our. We've got a password protected uh, online classroom. There's also a secret facebook group for for course participants and in those places i'm going to be able to do i'm going to host live modules each week of the six weeks and i'm going to um, post those modules both in the facebook group and in the in the private online classroom so that you can watch them again and again you can get answers to these questions and if you forget the answers they're always there for you to go back to I feel sure that there's going to be PDFs and worksheets, um, but as because the class is unfolding in real time over these six weeks, I, am, I haven't created them yet. And I'm psyched about this because what I love best is creating stuff for you in the moment when you need it. So um, that's going to be super fun. And again, it's called How to Help Your Child Navigate the Choppy Social Waters of Life Without Losing Your Mind or Getting Pulled Under Yourself. And you can find out more about it and sign up at weturnedoutokaycom slash social stuff. I advise you to do that like right now today because... It's first of all of course you know registration ends on November the 6th which is this coming Monday but also space is limited so it's very possible that that it will be filled up even before November the 6th. I've got a limited number of spots because I've never offered a course like this before and I really want to make it awesome for the people in the course. So if you're having any kind of social stuff problems if if your kids are being mean to each other and you just you know feel like you, you don't know what to do. You're at your wits' end about that. If you're worried about bullies, if you want to help your child stand up to a bully without being a bully themselves, then come, come, come and join because um can you tell I'm pretty excited about this? Uh and and take this course and learn how to handle this stuff that like can be so difficult in our everydays. I am I'm teaching it. I'm teaching it starting next week. So I hope to see you in there. And now I'm going to continue on to the show. So have a great day and happy listening. Bye. Come on, guys.
1: We Turned Out OK, the modern parent's guide to old school parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out OK with host Karen locke Cole. To the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke-Cole.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 193, a Just You and Me episode, and I'm super excited about this because um, it's because I love the word squirming, I think it's such a great word, and I got to put it in the title today, and I, I, I'm excited because I'm thinking about a couple of different kinds of squirming. And um, the first kind has to do with a question that I got from a, from a, a listener. Her name's Faith, and I'm going to answer this question first. And I think it is about a toddler. It's about a th- like a newly three-year-old kid. But I feel like in the answer, I hope anyway that you will uh, understand that like this goes beyond toddlerhood, I think. So anyway, okay. So here's Faith's question. She writes, getting my newly three-year-old boy into his car seat is often a struggle. I've gotten better about allotting extra time in the schedule for this. I've tried distracting him, making up songs, pretending to be different animals, but sometimes it still gets to me, and sometimes I lose my patience. And she says, help. So Faith, I'm not there anymore with the whole car seat struggles. Um, and neither is this, this thing I'm just about to reference in a moment, but Um, It's making me think of an NPC member's post from over the summer. And the post was called, she won't get in the car. And her child is older. Her child is like five. And um, that's why I think I say it goes well beyond uh, the toddlerhood kind of stage. Um, Sometimes we just need them to get into the car. Like sometimes it's just not a choice. It's like, you got to do this now. Sorry, but you have to do it now. And so um, the idea of sometimes they just have to get into the car combined with the idea that we we should be reinforcing the behavior that we want to see um, is making me think, I'm going to ask you to to spend less time distracting and making up songs and making animal sounds and stuff like that. I want you to be very brisk and businesslike. Now it's time to buckle in. Let's go do this. Like you don't have to be angry. I don't want you to be, you don't want an angry tone of voice. You just want a business-like tone of voice. Okay, time to stop fooling around. Here we go. We're going to do this now. Um, If there is screaming and kicking, like I remember those days, or when they're like pushing their chest out so you can't get the thing buckled, um, trying, what I want you to do is with as brisk and business-like a tone um, and manner, just get them buckled up. Like, Don't, um, don't accept their, uh, don't accept their, their, if it's tantruming, don't accept their screaming as an excuse to stop getting buckled in. Just do it. Um, and I don't mean that like to be flip. I'm really not saying like, it's just so easy. Just do it. I, I know, I think about this in the way that like, when you're changing a diaper, when we are changing our kids' diapers and they're 18 months old and they're trying to get off the table, we don't let them right? We, we, we literally, like, we have found a way to, um because if, if we do, if we let them squirm around, they could fall off the table and they could hurt themselves, right? So we don't, we don't allow that to happen. um We basically, like, we're good at keeping them safe and, and, and we have this sort of business, like, no nonsense, let's just get this done kind of mindset for that. But if it's something where there's a little bit of a, if there's if it's not like you're gonna do this or you're gonna die, <laughs> um, if there's leeway in there, our kids can uh can exploit that a little bit. I mean, they won't know that they won't say that they're gonna do it like and then do it. They just the kids are really good at like understanding from us what what uh, they're good at like I guess taking our behavior and using it to their advantage, manipulating manipulating us. And um, one of the one of the prime times where you see this is if they they don't want to get in the car seat. So what we have to do, and I, I hope that this um, doesn't feel. I'm not trying to tell you in like a mean sort of like just do it kind of way. I, what I'm saying is. Make your face be very composed and businesslike. Uh, don't say anything. Do not respond to the kicking or the screaming, um, if that's what you're getting, or the chest pushing out. Just do it until it's done. Get him buckled into his seat safely. And um, and then, what I like about this, once he's buckled in, you can ignore whatever fit you're getting. Just continue to ignore it. And then you can make up the songs and you can fill the car with like fun time and happy time. You, you have to... Think about it as like engaging at the right times, and and I I'm going to interview in a few weeks. I'm going to interview Dr. Catherine Perlman. She's uh she's got the website called The Family Coach, and she's written a great book called Ignore It. And this is exactly one of those things that that she would reference, I'm sure. About it. in fact, actually, Faith, you've asked a couple of questions. And um, one of them, the third one that you ask, I'm saving for my conversation with Dr. Perlman because I think that that's going to be a really good one to bring to her. So um, I'm going to answer this one today. I'm going to answer the other one, the, the bath time one in, in, you know, in another, in a coming up, uh, probably a Your Child Explained episode. And <clears throat> um, I'm going to save the third one for Dr. Perlman because I think it will be very enlightening for her and for you i mean i think she she will be able to bring enlightenment to you so um so ignoring it this is exactly the sort of thing to ignore when uh, i'm just hearing sorry i'm hearing myself like um um what's it called not cutting out clipping i'm hearing myself clipping and um ben my producer my the 20 time winner of the husband of the year award and our amazing producer he doesn't like clipping <laughs> and i don't like it either it's because i think sometimes if i'm clipping it's cuz i'm talking too loudly so what i basically did was i turned down my microphone a little bit and now i i don't i won't clip because i'm not allowing uh the the equipment isn't allowing my voice to get that loud that it would um kind of distorted a little bit so okay um yes you're ignoring the screaming fit you're ignoring the kicking if you're that's what you're getting or the you know any any other behaviors that you don't want to see you're ignoring them and so it's not about distracting it's about like let's get this done okay now we can enjoy making up songs and and making animal sounds and just being together and um if you're struggling, you, Faith, but also any listener, if you're struggling with how to implement this or any child rearing idea, please consider joining my community for people who are also struggling with all this with all this stuff. Um, I referenced a, a Ninja Parenting Community members post called She Won't Get in the Car. And that I mean, God, just that particular thread for anyone who's trying to figure out how to successfully navigate some of these really tough questions. Um, just getting in there and reading that post would be so, so, so useful and helpful. Um, but there's lots of other things that like, we, basically what we do in the community is we go beyond mindset. On the podcast, I can go, I can give you some steps. Um, but it's really, we got to start with mindset and and um, I can give steps in a general way <clears throat> when you're when you're in the community i can help you personally like with your own steps <laughs> and um and i can just make you feel better about like i can i can help you enjoy your family life more i can make you feel better about like when we have to sometimes do the tough love things and just continue to buckle them in even if they don't want to be buckled in you know um i personally help you go way beyond mindset and help you figure out what you can do now and if you, if that sounds good to you, you can find out more just by clicking the parenting community login tab in the menu at weturnedoutok.com, or you can just click the link in the show notes. I'm going to provide the link that goes right to the page that kind of describes like what are the benefits of um, the Ninja Parenting community and, and provides a link to join. So um, if that sounds good to you, I, I really hope you'll do it. I'm just writing down that I'd better link to that because, as I've said before, if i don't write it down sometimes i don't I forget to put the link in so I don't want to do that to you and Faith, I really hope that helps. um Thank you so much for writing in with questions. Anybody if you've got a question, uh write in, and I will try to answer it on the show, especially if it 's a question like this that is so broadly appealing because everybody's had that kid who just does not want to get buckled in and they're screaming and you're trying to do it. And it's, you know, everybody's, you're dressed for work. And <laughs> those things can so, just come at such inopportune times, or you're late for a doctor's appointment or something like that. And anyway, I really hope that helps Faith. Um, thank you for writing in. So I loved the idea of doing a show about squirming. And I was thinking about this kid's, Faith's child squirming in his seat and not, not letting her uh, buckle him up. But I want to shift gears to talk about a different kind of squirming. And it's one that far outlasts car seat struggles. It's something that we still deal with through our, through like our kids' childhoods really. And that is the social stuff. And I've actually got that in capital letters in my notes, social stuff. This is like when they come home in tears because they got called a name or called, you know, crybaby or something like that. Um, When they say something like, and this actually, uh, I had a conversation with someone like this, so I I don't want to give away who it was or whatever, but, um, when they say something like, look at this, look at, you know, name other kid, right? (laughs) Look at this other kid who's a rival, who was a rival at the time for this boy's affection. If you were her, wouldn't you like him better Like he was trying to say, you know, empirically speaking, isn't he a better candidate to like for somebody to be a a boyfriend than, than me? I mean, that's heartbreaking when we hear our child say something like that, you know, when they say I shared about this in an, in an earlier episode, um, a friend shared a story that, uh, he's crushing, he's young, he's only like eight and he's crushing on a girl and, um. When asked by a parent about like you know how's how what's the situation with this girl he he said he said, "Look at this face. Who could love a face like this? I mean, it's so heartbreaking. It breaks not just we're we're reacting to their hearts being broken, right when when these social things happen, but it breaks our hearts, you know, and we squirm for two reasons, I think. first of all, our heart is broken for our beautiful child, and second of all, we just don't know what to do to help." We don't know what to do in that situation. I mean, it's it's not enough to say like, oh, but that's not true, son they, or daughter. You know, they don't hear that. They're like, yeah, right. You just say that because you're my parent. Like, you don't really mean it. Even you'd have to say that because you're my mom. You know what I mean? Um, So so the mindset of this is that we feel this yawning and frightening chasm in our own stomachs, right? Um, I mean, when I hear... A story like that, who could love a face like this? Or like, look at this other kid and look at me, if you were her, wouldn't you like them better? Um, I mean, those are heartbreaking. Or and, and then just like the other, you know, he called me a poopy head or something like that. I mean, if they're crying about it, um, it's I can remember one of our kids crying and saying when they were young, you just don't know what it's what it's like to be a kid in this economy. I mean, it was it was a little bit funny, but it was also kind of heartbreaking because no matter what we said in their minds, we don't have any idea what they're suffering through. And um, it, that can make us feel really helpless. And again, feeling this, just this chasm open, I always feel like this, my, the bottom is dropping out of my stomach when, when one of my kids would come home and say something like, like these kinds of things. He called me a cry. I was called a cry baby today. And and I was crying, and like I felt like a crybaby, and I don't want to be that, and you know, stuff like that. Um, we want to help our kids, but it's hard. And I think it's hard. I've been really thinking about this. It's hard for two reasons, I think. Um, one, it can open up some pretty upsetting cans of worms from like our own childhoods, right? I mean, you can, once your child is coming home and talking about this, it makes you remember all of the or at least some of the of the things that were said or done to you, some of the things that you maybe said or did. um, I mean, it can be uh, it can be hard to hear from that standpoint. But then the other thing is, we just like I said before, we just can feel like we don't know what to do. And so we need to shift to a more positive mindset. Um, I think that's the message I want to leave you with today. As parents, we can help them. We really can. I think Personally, this is the action step I wanna I wanna leave you with today. Um, it starts with listening to the kids and not telling them what to do, but just listening. So it's our inclination to be like, oh son, of course you can um of course somebody would love you with a face like yours. You know, like you wanna say like I love you with your face, right? Um but the the kind of the action step is to not jump in and, and try to be reassuring. I I have found that what kids really want is to be listened to, to be heard, and that's not just kids. Actually, they they want what they're going through. People want what they're going through validated. They want their experience validated, and um, if we can listen to them instead of saying like, "Well, okay," when somebody calls you a crybaby, you you hit them. You know, you hit them right back. You 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 either verbally sting them with something or you you know we teach our kids the sticks and stones may break my bones but names will never hurt me we we try to give them some tools and i think especially a tool like sticks and stones can break my bones but names will never hurt me like that's a that's quite a useful tool um because what you're saying that's that gives the child a way to say like i don't care <laughs> i don't care about this um but before you get to that point where you're offering tools Um, And please, by the way, don't offer as a tool to hit back or to to say mean things back. I mean, that just perpetuates. It's not, it might feel like a solution, but it's really not. I I think in the same way that it can feel good to us to say something spiteful. um, But but I'm asking you not to teach your kids to do that. So um, that's, that's, I guess that's really two tools. Like the first one is listen, just listen to them. And the second one is try to offer something that will help help them grow armor. I mean, maybe if you can share a story about something that happened when you were small and that was told to you and what you did about it, um, or even waiting for the moment when your child says, well, what did you do? because that that could come, you know, that'd be pretty cool. And then you can have what you what you're trying to go for is like the closeness. You want to you want to you validate your child's experience and 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 have them know that you're a trustworthy person who isn't going to try to dismiss their feelings, you know? Um that I think that's the action step I'm I'm going for today for this. So this is a big big deal in like every family's life because kids are always going to be either feeling uh, less than up to something, feeling not adequate, feeling uh, upset because they've been called a name or had something bad happen to them, you know, somebody was mean to them. And um, that's the kind of squirming that I, that's the second part of this. I really wanted to to take it from like a kid squirming in his car seat to the bigger kind of like social anxieties and the social stuff that we all have had to learn how to deal with in our lives and um I wanted to I wanted to tell you a little bit more about something that I'm going to be offering soon um if you want to feel better about this and especially if you want to feel like less alone I think that part of the part of the what makes my stomach drop out is like who do you talk to about this you know where do you turn for help when your child comes home with something like this um it can be really Hard to know. Uh, we we kind of can't turn to oftentimes teachers. Although we can we can get some help from teachers, but teachers have twenty other kids. You know they they can't always. They're not going to be there to intervene a lot of the time in a situation, like, especially if it's a, just a one off, quick like you're a cry baby or something like that. Um, it, it, we we gotta somehow we have to find the way to help our kids through the social stuff, and it can feel very lonely when it's our child standing in our kitchen with tears on his face or her face telling about this, it can feel really, really lonely. And um, if you want to feel better and know some things to do and also feel less alone in this, then sign up for the six-week class that I'm offering. It's called Surviving the Social Stuff. And um, I, I'm i putting a link in the show notes to sign up for it and to, fi- to find out more about it and to sign up for it. But also... Um, I wanted to share a couple things of just uh just about the class itself. So it I've got I've never ever offered anything like this before. And I wanna keep it small. I'm gonna offer it again. At least I think I'm gonna offer it again. I th- I think yeah, I'm gonna offer it again. Um, but I'm keeping it small for now. So there are limited spaces in this. And again, I don't know. Like I said I was gonna offer the friendly mirror challenge again, and it's a whole year later, and I am finally making plans to offer it again. So I think you wanna get in on this now if you've got if you're having this kind of struggle with your child now, um, there are limited spaces. So, uh, like, I'm only going to take a certain amount of people. I haven't quite decided what the cap is going to be yet, but it's, it, you know, it's not going to be very many. So, um, cause I want to be able to work with, with people personally. And, uh, I think, you know, we're probably 15 or 20 spaces and I, and I will have done that. So, um, Get, you know, you get much bigger than that. Maybe, maybe I'd go to 20 or 25, but I think you get much bigger than that. And, and it's, uh, it it's, it's hard for me to, to be able to feel like I can work with people personally. Um, and answer everybody's questions about this, right? Uh, It runs for six weeks. It starts on, uh, it starts a week from today, November the 7th, and it's going to run for six weeks, which is really cool because it's going to run through the holidays. So if you're having, like, I don't know, social stuff is always ramped up around the holidays. There's feels like there's a lot more drama. We are tense. Maybe our kids are tense as well, or more tense because they're taking from our stresses. Um, I think it's going to be such a great time to offer this because it's going to help with that holiday social stress as well. Uh, and I, you know, like I said, click the link in the show notes to either find out more or to sign up. And I really, really hope you do because I think that it's these little things that can make life either you know, deal, feeling like we're helping our kids competently deal with them, making it so that our hearts are a little less broken. <laughs> we can feel better faster because we've got connections with other people and we're learning how to combat this. And then, um, you know, it can make everything better also because we've got kids, we're helping our kids get better at, at handling the social stuff. And, and I'm calling this class surviving the social stuff. And, um, the reason is because it's I I I wanted to make it so that you have like if you picture um, you know, yourself in a raft on a sea and the sea is the social stuff and you're sort of alone in your little raft trying to help your child through it. Well, we're making a flotilla is is basically how I think of it. Um we're we're joining our rafts together. And um I think you could learn a lot and I think you could feel a lot better if you sign up for it. So um click the link in the show notes and and go find out more about it and hopefully sign up. All right. Uh thanks for thanks for being with me today. It's this is all we've got time for today. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing, which a lot of you do. Um I I have recently had somebody say that she tells Uh, people about my she tells different people about my podcast she says at least once a week because she's always learning new stuff and um you know finding out cool hacks and and things that you can do and uh and how to think of you know how to frame child rearing in a in a more positive way so I appreciate that very much and um it means so much when you when you listen and it means so much when you share because I know you're getting something out of it and uh I just appreciate that you have me in your ears right now. It really just comes down to that. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, you can find me in lots of places. I'm on Twitter at Stone Age Techie. I'm on Instagram at We Turned Okay. I am on YouTube. My channel is called Karen Lock Culp, and I got a lot of great videos there about like I've got these parents timeout videos, which I try to release one a month, and um, you know, going back now for quite a few months, almost since the beginning of this year, I think. And um, they're about things like, uh, oh, um, how to help your child eat less snacks and more fruits and vegetables or less junk and more fruits and vegetables, uh, how to handle overwhelm in terms of school, how to promote literacy in your home, um, lots of good things. And you can also see quite a few of those videos at uh, the Okay website. If you go to the menu tab at weturn.ok.com Um called the menu tab is called how to videos and if you just type in we turned out okay.com slash videos that will also get you to that same page so so come on you know come on over there and check that stuff out um join our facebook group i've recently started a facebook we turned out okay group i'm going to link to it right in the show notes so you just you can just go there and click it and join Um, I do a Facebook live in there every Tuesday. It's about, we talk about what's coming up on the podcast. We talk about what we're grateful for. I share the five things I'm grateful for this week and, um, or most grateful for, I guess. And I take questions. So, uh, come on over there and, um, and join the group and ask your questions and attend the Facebook lives because they're, they're super fun and very, very valuable. I think, um, a recent one was about like how to handle what to do with all these worries that we have and and how to go from worrying to like taking steps, you know, making yourself feel better by with action because uh, the antidote to anxiety is action as Elvin Semrad, the therapist once said. And uh, yeah, so that's the places where you can find me. Um, Special thanks today to our producer, the man who has squirmed right alongside me with all this stuff and who is still there and still wonderful and, and, um, someone to whom I'm so grateful, the 20 time winner of the husband of the year award, Benjamin Culp. And once, once more, just finally at the end of the show, thank you so much for being here and for listening and we will see you next time.
1: For listening to We Turned Out OK. I want to take to Australia. Find us on the web at WeTurnedOutok.com where you'll find show notes and more.
0: What do you call cheese that's not yours? Natto Cheese.
1: And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride.
0: I want to pee in
1: the woods. Theater. Theater. Theater